0: listening to the cars of carlisle podcast episode 44 the rolls royce owners club
1: cars of carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive Darren and his C of C team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows, to team adventures, to auto racing weekends, to behind the scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip more about one of the coolest places west of England for Rolls-Royce and Bentley fans. Cars of Carlisle heads to Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania to meet with Mark lazuski the executive director for both the Rolls-Royce Owners Club as well as the Rolls-Royce Foundation. While there, Mark children around their facilities brimming with beautiful examples of these two elegant and regal British brands. Were you aware that this year Rolls-Royce celebrates 115 years and Bentley honors its 100-year legacy. Since its founding in 1951, the Rolls-Royce Owners Club proudly welcomes all eras of Rolls-Royce and Bentley motor cars into its membership. That said, chap, button your collar, close the bonnet, put the tea and crumpets into the boot, and let's motor on together to Mechanicsburg. So, let's get revved up.
0: Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your host, Darren. Thank you for joining us for episode 44. Had the great privilege, Scott and I were in uh, Mechanicsburg just the other night, and we had about an hour and a half with the executive director of the Rolls-Royce Owners Club and the Rolls-Royce Foundation, which is based here in central Pennsylvania, just about 15-20 minutes to the east from Carlisle so grateful that Mark Lazuski spent about an hour, hour and a half with Scott and I gave us the the full tour of the facility 16,000 square feet of both office and museum space they even have a merchandise area and they have a team of volunteers along with researchers and uh, office staff that do amazing work what's incredible to me is the fact that they are truly the subject matter expert all throughout the United States for any Rolls Royce or Bentley owner. If you need to know or better understand the provenance of your vehicle, uh, some history on it, whatever it might be, they have records dating back to the early 20th century. Uh, Incredible the way that they've been able to archive that and manage that. Also something that's quite interesting about this particular organization is they are the only known club to welcome both Rolls Royce and Bentley owners. So it's an amazing amalgamation between these two marks and the owners of those those particular vehicles that they can come together and work together. They put a lot of effort into the club itself as well as the ownership and the benefits therein. With owners' forums and working together, they have clinics on-site working on everything from chassis to restoration to sourcing parts. They even have uh, a warehouse area of parts in the facility that they can Uh, provide and and they do sell uh, worldwide but the members are very much a a tight group that help each other and to find solutions through the restorations themselves and unlike restoring say a chevy nova or a ford mustang or a chevelle whatever it might be uh, trying to source the parts is is much more difficult obviously there are not the new old stock and the oem parts readily available So it's quite the the community and and network of having to work together to help one another with that. And as we talked about last week, a new feature of the show, we're going to do an automotive-related trivia question. So here it is for this week. True or false, Rolls-Royce production lines employ a mere seven master craftsmen to meticulously hand-paint the pinstriping on every Rolls that leaves the factory. So think on that one, we'll come back to the answer at the tail end of this episode. So very impressed with uh, the craftsmanship, with the way that the owners all work together, they come from all walks of life, and really great story. So we're anxious to share with you our walk around of those 16,000 square feet of the facility and, and uh, listen in to Mark sharing uh, a lot about the what they do. So uh,
2: the Rolls-Royce Owners Club was founded in 1951 And we used to be off of Front Street in Harrisburg until uh, Hurricane Agnes in 72, Uh, so then we got this property and built this in 76. So we've been in this location since 76, and we're still, you know, a secret. I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) You know, the fact that the, the national organization is headquartered here in Mechanicsburg, people still can't fathom that. And we've got about 6,000 members representing 40 countries, although probably the majority of our members are here in North America, Mm -hmm. US, and Canada. But we do have members from all over
0: the world. Yeah, it's kind of a hidden gem back then. It in here. is. I mean, yeah, we first learned about it at uh, the 2017 and 2018 Harrisburg Auto Show. Oh, sure. And there were right. some Bentleys. Yep. And, okay. Yeah. And it was. Yeah, they were great. And then we we learned. Wow, that's that's here. Like and it's the same kind of thing. It's Absolutely. We've Lived yeah. here since the 80s and I had right. no idea. So, yeah, yeah, because originally it said Mechanicsburg, I was like, I wonder even where. And then it was Hemp Road, and I was like, Wait, that's <laughs> right. like in right. my right. backyard. Valley, yeah. So yeah, it's <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: So I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's very nice that we're we're right here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, here a large representation of members, mm-hmm. so especially the Mid Atlantic area. But it's it's very convenient. We've got about uh, 27 regions throughout U.S. and uh, Canada, and then we have a number of societies which are chassis specific. Okay. So we've got a Silver Cloud Society, we've got a Phantom One Society, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and so forth. So. Um, so you know, so we are quite dedicated, and the one thing that the club does really well, and one of our main purposes, is to keep the cars running and on the road. Okay. You know, they're not trailer queens. Or anything. I mean, some of them are obviously, yeah. but our owners drive the cars, use the cars. Um, not all concourse level, that actually. <laughs> not all concourse level. I mean, yeah. some of them are not very driver quality, but yeah. you know, it's. I mean, we do touring and we do concourse. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a mixture, but as it, our our members are an avid group of DIYers. Nice. You know, we have a large amount of technical information. We have technical advisors. So if you buy a car and you're a member and you're having a problem with your Silver Cloud, in the beginning of our handbook is a number for someone that'll call, that'll answer the phone, and give you free advice. Wow. So right. plus we have a forum that is dedicated to members only that you can go on there, ask a question, and there's usually a dozen people that will help you out. Okay. So, a, that's, so that's one of the things we do is we just don't, you know, take your money and show you pretty pictures of cars <laughs> or whatever like <laughs> right, that. Sure. You know, we we actively campaign to these cars. Real
0: need. value to the member.
2: Right. And it's it's and that's one of the things that we really strive for. And
0: do you find uh, owner's demographic and age ranging from a certain ages um, or age? To age you, know? you know,
2: I mean, I would say that most of our member demographic age-wise are probably retirement or okay. at least, you know, late 50s and, and old. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I think many of the car clubs, whether it's the classic car club of America or the aaca Mm -hmm. you know it sort of follows in that demographics. aaca is a little bit better because they accept pretty much any car that's 25 years of age Mm -hmm. so you do have the guys with the 1990 toyota (laughs) and stuff like that or Mm -hmm. or the gremlin which tend to be younger younger folks where Mm -hmm. you know i mean obviously the price of admission to buy a rolls royce or bentley is a little bit higher um that being said you know you can buy a decent rolls royce for less than the price of a a really nice used Corvette. So, mm-hmm. you know, there is some some differences there. Um, you know, I think uh, a lot of people hear Rolls Royce Owners Club and oh, we're a bunch of you know <laughs> finger in the air, top hat, monocle <laughs> people, and that's that, that is not the case. I mean, you, know,
0: that, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we definitely are a a, a fun loving group. Sure. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's. It's a good, it's a good club, and uh, like I said, a lot of camaraderie and uh, have a lot of fun.
0: So, well, I find that interesting with the whole technical support thing. I mean, That's really user friendly for the yeah, I mean, and there's a personal level to
2: it. Yeah, there is, and we, I mean, we have our own club stores for our members. Not only do we sell merchandise with you know and mm-hmm. Royce and Bentley logo and club logo on there, but a lot of technical books. So handbooks, mm-hmm. and we've we've done reprints in the past, and chassis manuals, and things like sure. that. So. We do a lot to keep the cars going and preserve the history. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe I'd just give you a little. Uh, this is all the office, so all the dues and members' questions and publications and everything like that we put in is, is through sort of here. A little bit of a showroom here with just some of what, what, we, what we sell our members only. Yeah, I kind of saw that from the outside. Yeah, Come Come on. Me. So we have we have trademark agreements with the factories, you know. So we're we, we do sell merchandise with their logos, but. You know, we're allowed to sell only to our okay. members. Yeah, we, uh, we we do a catalog every fall, and then every er- early in the year, we just printed our directory and register, which is sort of our bible. So mm-hmm. it's a big, thick phone book, pretty much, that has all the member information, all the card information, mm-hmm. all of the technical cons- consultant information, mm-hmm. and that's the. As I said, that's the Bible that our members look for every year. It's yep. got the, you know, the huge register in there. But to keep that updated, oh yeah. Tedious. Oh, that it's, be. yeah, because we we wait to the very last minute, you know, of getting dues in and making sure people's cars are in there, or the names are right, or sure. everything. Because the first thing you do when you get that is you open it to see if you're in there. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at <laughs> And the to screen. make sure it's oh, my sp- you spelled my name wrong, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, you spelled right. my car wrong, yeah, or whatever like fair, that. Not a, yeah. yeah, so it's, you know, so, yeah, <laughs> that, that's the other thing that we do. So the the paintings you see wrapped in plastic, those are the paintings, that those are original paintings uh, done by an Australian artist, Melbourne Brindle. Um, And we were donated these paintings. They were the originals done for a book in the 70s called 20 Silver Ghosts. And it is all the pre-war one Silver ghosts of notable heritage, so Maharaja cars, royalty cars. Yeah. So, we have the originals plus the artist sketches and notebooks and everything like that. We just completed okay. building an art gallery, which you'll see in the tour, mm-hmm. that we're, we're going to place these in. So, that's beautiful, they are. Yeah, the, uh, one of our members is the founder of Friendly Ice Cream Restaurant. <laughs> and he's 104 years of age, and he donated these to us a few years ago. We had them restored, and we, we're, they're waiting to go in their new home. That's so.
0: outstanding. So everyone can enjoy them. There.
2: Absolutely. That's yeah. a
0: great wow.
1: story.
2: Charles Rolls lived to be much younger. He died, uh, he was, I think he was the first British person to die in a plane crash. Oh. Wow. So.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah.
0: And Roll's actually, um, a lot of aircraft engines, right? Aren't there? Well, there there is
2: there's a separate there's a separate company. There's Rolls-Royce Aircraft, which is Rolls-Royce PLC, okay. and then there's Rolls-Royce
0: Cars. Some are some are like the former Saab, I suppose.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah kind of, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's I mean the aircraft business is completely different and the car business, which is owned by BMW now, is a completely different okay. different company I So Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, Rolls Royce PLC got spun, or you know was purchased by Vickers at one point in time and you know there's, there's been a lot of interesting of um, fate so to speak mm-hmm. with the company. And then you know, you had Bentley buying both companies and it's fitting off to BMW and, and basically yeah. yeah, this is the the, the foundation cars, the, this is sort of the working shop. Um, We have a group of volunteers that come here once a month and uh, lay hands on the cars. We host a number of technical seminars here as well. Uh, We have the engine out of this 2530. Uh, We had a seminar last year to tear the engine down and then we have a a seminar coming up in about two weeks to
0: reassemble it. Nice. These are then, the vehicles in in the are owned by...
2: They're owned by the foundation, okay. so and they're they're all donated. Okay. So like like most uh, non-profits, uh, we've got a little bit of everything. Uh, sure. You know, we've got a lot of Silver Shadow uh, type cars here. So quite an impressive facility. This is it
0: is it really is.
2: So we've got uh, you know diagrams and working tools. So you know, if we held seminars to learn about your Silver Cloud brakes some of the earlier phantom sevens the wheel diameter on the inside was a different size than the outside (laughs) like Like smaller or well it's like it's 21 22. okay so there's only only one set of tires that'll fit that That so (laughs) so if you have a you buy an older phantom at auction that needs a set of tires you've either got to pony up to get a new set of tires, one brand only, or you do a conversion and put the later style wheels and tires on it.
0: So, I had no idea. Was there a, a reason something like from a camber standpoint? I'm, I'm sure
2: there was some kind of a handling or yeah. ride, if you don't know,
0: yeah, it could be an expensive.
2: Yeah. Like we always tell people to join the club before they buy the car <laughs> because you know if you were a club member and you went on the forums, hey, I'm looking. Well, what should I look for? People say check the tires tire. because you know. <laughs> right. it's like find a Bugatti Veyron and it turns out you need a you know two hundred thousand dollars worth of service the first time you do it. <laughs> right, right. That's remember, an oops moment. Um, well, you know when you when you pony up to that era, if you want to play, you've got to pay. Yeah. You know, you know, what a brake job at an Enzo costs you thirty thousand dollars. You know, it's just chump change. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, everything from wheels and tires and engine parts and flywheels and axles and body panels. And is this for anybody or is this just members as no, well? No, this is for anybody. Okay, so, so yeah, it's, yeah, we, people will so contact so, you
0: just out of the blue and say, hey, I absolutely. need a. Absolutely.
2: We do a spring tour and a fall tour for our members on a national level uh we're partnering this year with the aaca and rm auctions and having a meet out in auburn mm. uh, this, this spring mm-hmm. and then we're working with uh, the euro auto fest in greenville south carolina for another event in october and then we also have all of our regions and societies that do a lot They're of things, on, things. A, on, a, on a local scale as well so. is there ever
0: anything across the pond
2: um, not a lot, we don't have, I mean, there is a UK uh, club, the Ar- Rolls-Royce Enthusiast Club, mm. um, and there's one in the, you know various parts of Europe as well. We don't sort of get into their territory, okay. they don't get into ours. Sure. Um, that being said, we enjoy a very good relationship with all the clubs. Um, we recently just formed an alliance with the Bentley Drivers Club in the UK to administer all of the the north american uh, membership uh, deals with them, okay. with them so okay. um you know being in the uk and trying to convert pound to dollars and print <laughs> right. and everything like that right. is very very costly and um we were you know just in a since we kicked off the campaign we upped their membership by 50 percent just in a oh, couple months wow so, that's
0: that's helpful yeah. Jump, yeah
2: so you know we'll, we'll we're working you know with them more and more and uh, you'll see probably in the future Rolls-Royce owners club flags with Bentley drivers club flags mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know cross pollination right you know we're sort of at a disadvantage with our name being the Rolls-Royce owners club well you know Rolls-Royce owned Bentley for 70 years and we've always let Bentleys in. I mean, we we're probably the one club in the world that recognizes all Bentleys. I know you a, told me that. On the phone, a, yeah. a lot of the the other clubs won't recognize vintage Bentleys. They'll only recognize okay. the Rolls Royce, you know, Bentleys from the early '30s on. Uh, so, so we recognize every Bentley every year up to brand new. Um, so having you know having the name Rolls Royce Owners Club and people say oh you do Bentleys well obviously we do you know Mm -hmm. it's just a natural thing but so working with the BDC in the UK and having that Bentley Drivers Club name attached to us Mm -hmm. is certainly beneficial okay that kind of lets people know yeah so if you bought a brand new Phantom 5 or Silver Cloud or whatever and you wanted this build sheet chances are we've got it for you and we may have all the warranty records mm. depending on you know if it was brought back to the dealership. Okay. So we can we can supply you with, you know, depending on the car once again, a little bit of information or a huge stack of information. So most of the major auction companies are always in contact with us to build the provenance of a car that they've got coming up. So you are the resource for it. We're yeah. sort of yeah, I mean, you know, uh, and once again, if we don't have it, the RREC in the UK may have something else to balance that off. Mm. So Great. Our researchers here, um, you know, they—that's one thing that they do besides besides giving tours and look at all the pretty cars—is mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we do we do research.
0: And that the researchers themselves are a team of volunteers. Yeah. Uh, no, they—they're—they're
2: they're, they're paid staff. That's so. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Bentley Special is sort of an anomaly. Um, you know there's there's the purist and then there's the <laughs> folks especially in the UK that will take a you know a, an early R type or um Mark 6 chassis uh and shorten it build it up you know hot rod it and put a little roadster body special on. it up and, and it's, mm-hmm. a, it's 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 a, yeah i mean that is sort of the uh, the the way things are going because you know, unfortunately, uh, a decent R type or Mark 6, they aren't worth a lot of money. I mean, really? you're looking twenty, thirty thousand yeah. dollars, and if you have one that's got you know rusted-out body and it's just worn and tired, there's people in the UK that are just buying them up left and right for several thousand pounds and converting to them convert. all over to specials. You know, it's. Wow. You know, uh, you know, it's. Sort of, you know, you hate to see a, a car go away, but you, right. you know, I'd, I'd rather see it converted into a, a special and people enjoying it than be broken up into parts.
1: Right, right,
0: right. I they found it or by Typically, the they were stored
2: by the owner at oh, time right. of donation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't have a, a lot of facilities here. I mean, I. I used to restore cars in a previous life and you know i understand the amount of hours and the amount of money and the amount of space you need and display chassis here and tell people that you know when you bought a rolls royce this is basically what you got you know it's like a Duesenberg or a hispano or any other high-end luxury car you bought the chassis and then you had a coach builder and your choice build a body on it so you know you know there were catalog bodies of course but if you had you know, you know, if you wanted a two-door, four-door, open car, closed car, you wanted, you know, cobra skins or leopard hides or whatever, as long as you were willing to pay somebody and found the right craftsman, you could have it done. Get creative, yeah. You could, yeah. There's a power involved with that. You know, it's it's you know people don't realize that back, you know, it's it's nothing new. I mean, people know that you know Mercedes and BMW and Toyota and everybody had plans in the country now, sure. but you know, Fiat had plants back in the genes. Mercedes did. You know, it, it's, it, and once again, for the same economic reasons, it's cheaper to build it here than it was to import them. So, you know, and for, for 10 years, Rolls-Royce had a plant in Springfield, Massachusetts <laughs> that was cranking out cars. There's always a story, let's put it <laughs> that way, you know. And, I mean, obviously, the the person who bought one of these cars certainly came from some kind of wealth and, you know, so is there, you know, you know, some kind of salacious story? Maybe not, but there certainly is some interesting, uh, you know, interesting tidbits. And, you know, in going through a lot of our chassis records, I mean, we're still digitalizing everything. And it's, it's amazing to go through and you see the name of you know very oh, prominent nice. owners and it, and the the notes and um, you know we have a uh, a volunteer that comes in twice a week and does scanning for us and she is always amazed of the little handwritten notes you know because nobody emailed back then obviously and it was you know please I'd like to have this adjusted a little bit higher or here's a swatch from my <laughs> you know my blouse and I need something to match it blouse, and, blouse. You know, I really wanted a you know, a cigar holder on this side of the car and not that side of the car Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. it's back and forth, but you know but you see the names of, you know, Rockefeller and Counts and Mm. you know, all 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 the important names that that most people recognize. Yeah, I bet the the requests would be interesting as to what they were. Oh absolutely, yeah. Takes tailoring. When you can custom anything, it's great. So and you know, as I said, in the world of custom coach building and, and car, and, you know, when you have cars this way, it was like limitless. sitting, it was limitless, but, you know, it's like sitting down with a, your own personal architect today, <laughs> if you were going to build a house and, you know, every little detail, whether it's the, you know, the color and not only the color of the car, but, you know, do you want the color of the the, the wheel covers painted? Or did you want a different type of, you know, pinstriping, or, you know, your upholstery, your your gas, your 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 dash gauges, your lights, you know, because the standard lights would have been a British one, but if you wanted French Marshalls or something <laughs> like that, you know, knock yourself out. So, sure. you know, I mean, you you've got two silver race here, and vastly different cars, completely different cars. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is a a later car, so it's got you know it it's picking up on the more trends of that era with the faired in headlights as opposed to the separate headlights. Mm-hmm. You know, even break right down to the bonnet latches, you know, there's there's nothing on this one whereas you've got two on this one. This one has, you know, there's no side mounts. It's got a, a spare hidden away. Whereas this is as front side mounts. It's mm-hmm. you know and it's, you know, ten years of difference basically. And yeah. You know how drastic. I mean, you know, the, yeah, they're worlds the, apart. And they're worlds apart. I mean, this, you know, the the web has that razor edge styling. That you know, it looks more chopped and mm-hmm. it sits, it sits lower. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, it's just you know, personal preference. Well, that's in the one of the new, uh, the new unused frame that you have in there too. That yes. on frame, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that uh, that that unused body, the Silver Dawn, that was the first. Factory stamp steel that Rolls-Royce made. I mean okay. prior prior to that car, everything was custom coach built. Rolls-Royce didn't build bodies until that car came out in the in the late 40s. Okay. Well, I mean, it's other than filling the cases and putting the paintings up, it's it's pretty much you know ready to go. We're in the process of just organizing everything right now. Um, as I told Darren, we are kicking. 17th. Okay. Which is the the Friday of the Carlisle Import Performance Nationals. Got it. So this year is 115th anniversary of Rolls Royce. 100th anniversary of Bentley. It's 15 years since the foundation has been here and actually had had a facility. Plus we've got this art gallery going on. So it's a culmination of of great celebrations. Yeah. Really nice. But the artwork will always stay. on The, the artwork will always okay. stay here. Yes. But the cases will be. The painted. cases may change Correct. out. Yeah. As I said, we've got um, with the paintings came all the artist's original sketchbooks and oh, that's blog books and diaries and things like that. So we've got a lot of those cool little pieces to add to. To it. rotate through. Yeah. yeah. We do a lot of research. We've got a lot of research library materials and you know chassis records and. all all sorts of, of, you know, important uh, research material to go through and look back for cars and things like that, so what the foundation has and all the club's historical articles going back to 1951, you know, we, you know, we don't throw anything away, especially when it's knowledge, you know, when it comes to knowledge base and information base. How and who started this? This was started by six gentlemen who uh, basically lived in uh, in the New York Pennsylvania area and okay. got together and you know decided that we you know Rolls-Royce
0: needed a car club. So, so Mark, those that are interested in Rolls-Royce, Bentley, perhaps those that are listening to the podcast that are owners or interested in becoming an owner, what's the best way that they get in contact with you?
2: Well, sure. Well, I always tell people before you buy the car Become a member because if you can't afford a good Rolls Royce, you can't afford a bad one. <laughs> gotcha. So, okay. because uh, you know the price of admission may be low, but the first time you spend five or ten thousand dollars on a break job <laughs> that you weren't anticipating, it won't it won't be a pleasant experience, and sure. we don't want that to happen. So, um, so you know the best way to reach us is is the club's website, which is rroc.org. Um, and, and you know you can link to the foundation website which is um but uh, you know it's, a, it's, it's it's best to reach us first to do that um, you know likewise the foundation hosts a number of technical seminars so we've we've already sold out the first two this year so we had a uh, a 25 36 cylinder engine rebuilding seminar in in march that's sold out we have a metal shaping seminar, that's sold out. We do uh, are announcing just this week a, a, a new paint preservation and detailing seminar. Uh, that's booking up fast. So okay. you know. and that's in May. And that's in, that's April 13th. Oh, April 13th, yeah. okay.
0: And maybe me mention mentioned too, you were talking to us as we were going through here in this exhibit, but May 17th is, a, is an important weekend.
2: May May 17th, as I said, this is, you know, it's an important, 2019 is an important year. It's the 115th anniversary of Rolls-Royce. It's the 100th anniversary of Bentley. It's the 15th anniversary of the foundation having a physical presence here. And on May 17th, we are officially opening up our, our, our grand opening for our 20 Silver Ghost Painting Gallery. So so we've got a lot of stuff going on this year.
0: And Mark shared those uh, those photos as they've been preserved and restored and wrapped in plastic. We've seen them, they're, they're extraordinary. So. yeah. So we're excited. Thank you so much for having us. So welcome back. We're now in studio A in Carlisle. Didn't forget here is a repeat of that trivia question. True or false? Rolls-Royce production lines. They employ a mere seven master craftsmen to do all the hand painting on every rolls that, well, rolls off the production line. The answer is false. There's only one person, and his name is Mark Quartz, and he has that responsibility. He single-handedly paints the coach line on every Rolls-Royce before it comes off the factory floor. So neither is there a team of individuals or any automation or what have you. Everything focuses on Mr. Mark Quartz's rare talents. So there you have it. hope you enjoyed the quick visit we had with the uh with our friends at the Rolls-Royce Owners Club. A big shout out to office manager there, Eileen. She was great as well. But Mark, thank you so much for your hospitality and I know that you've welcomed us back at any point and we will certainly take you up on that. If you are in this area or you're visiting with an upcoming Carlisle event show or whatever it may be. And Mark mentioned that they're going to be at the Import and Performance Show in Carlisle. That is the May 17th and 19th weekend. Really trying to build out Uh, Rolls Royce and Bentley owners and having some representation there as we've talked before what's great about Carlisle events when they host the important performance they do nations from all over the world obviously Britain will be well represented at that time just a final word on the Rolls Royce owner club and with their launch here in May of the in-house museum and all the artwork that Scott and I were fortunate enough to see incredible works you would be taken aback by seeing some of the vehicles and the art and, and everything there so hats off to the club for the fact that those members work very hard like all car clubs to to preserve, restore, repair, utilize, drive and enjoy their vehicles. Not unlike any other uh, brand or mark. Pretty neat that this here in this area in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania that re- they represent 27 regions across North America coming up with uh, seven different societies and it's uh, an interesting fact from their website as well that they have membership on every continent throughout the world. So, I would like to say a big thank you to Cars of Carlisle sponsor. Man Engineering, our friends in Santa Clara, California. Thank you for everything you do and for supporting this show as well as the 2013 BRZ. We're looking forward to making that into a bit more of a hot ride in 2019. Also want to invite you back next week. We have great content coming up here in March. In fact we are lining up and working a couple weeks in advance with some local uh, as well as uh, other guests that you'll find really interesting with their car stories. So stay tuned and come back next week for that. And certainly, if you haven't had a chance, please subscribe. It costs you nothing, and it gives you a chance to have this podcast waiting for you Wednesday morning when you get up. It'll be ready to go, whether you're listening to this podcast on the drive to work, if you're listening while waiting in line, wherever it might be, maybe at the gym, maybe it's on a mechanic's creeper underneath your vehicle. Regardless, we thank you so much for being part of this community. This is your podcast, and we are honored and blessed to be able to be behind the wheel of it. So for now, I'll say drive well, be well, and take care.